Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we've got not one, not two, but four birthday salutes for Nat Osborne, Wilfred Glenn, Alex Hill, and Rube Bloom. And in the second segment, we'll give it the old college try. Last week, April 20th, marked the birth in 1878 in New York City of Nathan Osnovitz to Jacob Osnovitz and Francis Newforder. If the name Nathan Osnovitz doesn't ring a bell, you may know him better as pianist and composer Nat Osborne. He originally studied medicine at City College of New York and Bellevue Medical College, but gave up becoming a doctor in favor of a career in music. He trained in composition and music theory and became a concert pianist, once appearing in Vienna, but turned to theatrical and popular music. On November 27, 1908, when he was 29, Nat married Marie Bilovitz, and the couple had son Raymond and daughter Pearl. Nat may have eschewed medicine, but Raymond embraced it. He was educated at Columbia University and Columbia College of Physicians and Surgeons and was on the staff of Rockland State Psychiatric Hospital in Orangeburg, New York. Nathan Osnovitz changed his name to Nat Osborne sometime between 1908 and 1910, where he was listed in that year's census as an electrical contractor. His 1917 draft registration card shows his occupation as composer and place of employment as the Columbia Theater Building in New York City. Osborne was a charter member of ASCAP in 1914, and in 1918, he wrote the music for a military show titled Atta Boy. The book and lyrics were written by Ballard MacDonald, who at the time was an Army lieutenant serving at Camp Meigs in Washington, D.C., a training camp for special units of the Quartermaster Corps. Osborne was heard regularly on radio in the mid-1920s with his trio and as a solo pianist, including on WGCP in New York. WGCP stood for Grand Central Palace, an exhibition hall in Midtown Manhattan on Lexington Avenue near Grand Central Terminal, where the station was located. Nat Osborne died in the Hackensack, New Jersey Hospital on March 13, 1954, after a two-year-long illness, and he's buried at Washington Cemetery in Brooklyn. Songs from the Osborne catalog include Naughty, 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 As Long as the Shamrock Grows Green, If Ever They Put a Tax on Love, and These.
one night in the plaza, the National Plaza, performed at command of the king. And I've got to hand it to that Spanish bandit. He certainly knows a good thing. La Comencita, the sweet senorita, that wonderful kid from Madrid. He carried on so that poor old Alfonso had only one thought, he did lit. She wriggled and giggled and oh, how she wiggled, and that wasn't all that she did. For she had improvement on all other movements, that wonderful fit from Madrid, la la. La 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 Gee, I'd like to be a Spanish king First, I'd buy me a guitar Then I'd learn to play upon the thing I'd get Carmen Pita, la bell senorita But what would be sweeter than that? I'd tickle fandangos While see jazz old tangos And played every tune in some flat Come and see the sweet senorita, that wonderful kid from Italy. He filled on Tesco, so full of Tabasco, he nearly went off of his lid. The king hollered daily for her ukulele. Did he like it? <laughs> I'll say he did. For this Spaniola was some mean gondola, that wonderful kid from Madrid, Ulla. He filled on Tesco, so full of Tabasco, he nearly went off of his lid. <laughs> The king hollered daily for her ukulele. Did he like it? I'll say he did. That wonderful kiss on the drip. In the early 20th century, Spanish musicians traveled to the United States, bringing with them Spanish classical and popular music, which resulted in somewhat of a Spanish music craze. In 1913, Al Jolson recorded The Spaniard Who Blighted My Life, written in 1909 by British Music Hall performer Billy Merson. But Tin Pan Alley songwriters joined in, and Ballard MacDonald wrote the words to That Wonderful Kid from Madrid, with the music by Nat Osborne. We heard Al Jolson's January 8, 1920 recording with Take Two, issued on Columbia A2898. Another Spanish-themed release in 1920 was Way Down Barcelona Way, written by Fred Fisher. Before that wonderful kid from Madrid, we heard Gus Van and Joe Skank with You Tell Em. A. Stanley Dunkerley wrote the words to that not Osborne tune with Take Three from a June 24, 1920 session issued on Columbia A2966. We started the set with the ODJB, the original Dixieland Jazz Band, and Bow Wow Blues, subtitled My Mama Treats Me Like a Dog. Osborne and Cliff Friend share a composer credit on that one, recorded by Victor on December 1st, 1921, with Take 3, issued as catalog number 18850. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. You've no doubt heard the saying, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Well, for this segment, we're going to try. Then we'll try again, but after that, we'll have to see. 
never say to yourself, I'm the best. There's nothing that I can't do. Because when you are put to the test, I'm sure you'll find a few. Well, you can't hit a ball with a bat of your eye. Don't try it, it can't be done. You can't take a goose and make gooseberry pie. Don't try it, it can't be done. Now you might find a beggar who never does beg. You might raise a chicken without laying an egg. But you can't raise a cow from the calf of your leg. Don't try it, it can't be done. Without getting aboard, don't try it, it can't be done. You can't take the rattle all out of a Ford, don't try it, it can't be done. Now you might find a barber who could tell you just how to get a good shave from the blade of a plow. But you can't get milk from a gentleman cow, don't try it, it can't be done. Well, there's no arguing with that. There are simply some things that can't be done, no matter how many times or how hard you try. That was Don't Try It, It Can't Be Done, from Banner 33310, November 2, 1934. The artist was credited on the label as Pie Plant Pete. What? That's right, Pie Plant Pete. You'll find out all about Pie Plant Pete, including his real name, on the July 10th show when he gets his own birthday segment. Riley Puckett recorded the song in 1928 with a slight variation in the title, Don't Try It For It Can't Be Done, but I'm not sure if he wrote it, and I couldn't find any other vintage recordings. That's one of those songs like You're the Top, which just begs to have new or updated lyrics written. Before Pie Plant Pete was Der Bingle, with Isham Jones and his orchestra suggesting, let's try again. That record, Brunswick 6320, is exactly 90 years old today. Isham Jones wrote the music to Let's Try Again and Charles Newman the words. We started with a piano composition by Phil Oman, which, if it were a tongue twister, would be on the order of The Sixth Sick Shakes, Sixth Sheep's Sick. That was Try and Play It. Willie White was one of four pianists who recorded it when it was new, and his attempt was successfully made in March of 1923 on Path A 21102. 
Even though he wrote it, Phil Oman didn't record it, at least as a piano solo, but he and Victor Arden did play it as a piano duet in their 1927 Vitaphone short, Phil Oman and Victor Arden, Piano Duetists. Willie White played a wide variety of styles in the 20s and 30s as a soloist, was an accompanist for Annette Hanshaw, and published several piano works including Oriental Foxtrot and Butterscotch. Last week, April 19th, marked the birth in 1906 in North Little Rock, Arkansas, of jazz pianist and bandleader Alexander Hill, to Andrew Henry Hill, a minister, and Hannah Augusta Dixon, a schoolteacher. He was taught music by his mother and graduated from Shorter College in 1922, after which he played in various territory bands. He led his own ensemble from 1924 to 1926, and the following year played with Mutt Carey's Jeffersonians, and Paul Howard's Quality Serenaders before relocating to Chicago, where he worked as an arranger for the Melrose Music Publishing Company. Over the next several years, he played and recorded with Jimmy Noon, Junie Cobb, Eddie Condon, and the Hokum Trio, and moved to New York, where he arranged for Paul Whiteman, Benny Carter, and Duke Ellington. Alex Hill died of tuberculosis on February 1, 1937, and is buried at Oakland and Fraternal Historic Cemetery Park in Little Rock. Here are three from Alex Hill. Say, my friend, I think it's a sin. What? The way you've been causing this gin, cause you had too much. You crazy. Oh, you had too much You will never be the same Because you had too much Now look here, gal You know you can't fool me What's the matter? Mama, you ain't what you used to be Cause you've had too much Too much of what? Oh, you've had too That's much That's all right You can never be the same because you've had too much. Now let me tell you something. You used to be the best man in town. Now you just can hardly move around because you had too much. I ain't had enough yet, baby. Oh, yes, you had too much. You can stop that. You will never be the same because you had too much. Now listen, Mama. You can try all you might, but there's nothing you can do. You can't look right, cause you've had too much. You don't know that. Oh, you've had too much. You know that ain't so. You can't be the same, because you've had too much. Now, you know, one time, I used to take a... In a row. But you lost your pep mama ten long years ago. Cause you've had too much. Is that so? Oh, you've had too much. Well, I'll never change it. But you will never be the same. Because you've had too much. From your feet up to your neck. Look like you've been in a terrible wreck. Because you had too much. That's just a lie. Oh, yes, you had too much. How do you know? Child, you'll never be the same. Because you had too much. Oh, you've 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 had too much. O
distinguished honor to gaze upon America's prize-winning sap. You know, a sap is a man who thinks he understands women. <laughs> Any man who thinks he understands women is too much of a woman to be a man. I found out, I know, I remember all the things you told me And the way you used to kiss and hold me When you said you'd always care I thought you were playing fair But you were only passing time with me
behind. I've learned how to care, and there's love, really love, on my mind. I'm the world's most happy creature. Tell me what can worry be? I'm crazy about my baby. Baby's crazy about me. Mr. Cupid was our teacher. That's the reason we agree. I'm crazy about my baby. Baby's crazy about me. Pause and get that book out. Ready in your hand. Keep a steady lookout. You can understand. It's an A1 combination with a perfect he and she. I'm crazy about my baby. Baby's crazy about me. You've heard Fats Waller sing I'm Crazy About My Baby with his rhythm more than once on the show. But several years before that recording, Fats recorded it backed by Ted Lewis and his band. I know. That's from Columbia 2428-D, made March 5, 1931. You know what else? Alex Hill wrote the words to I'm Crazy About My Baby. Alex Hill wrote at least a couple of other songs, and before I'm Crazy About My Baby, we heard You Were Only Passing Time With Me, sung by Art Gillum, the whispering pianist, from Columbia 2331-D, October 7, 1930. What's interesting about that record is that Art Gillum accompanied himself on many of his recordings, which you would typically start off by saying something like, Come on, fingers, do your stuff. You may have noticed he didn't do that here. Why? Well, because Alex Hill was accompanying Art Gillum on that recording. We started off our tribute to Alex Hill with another of his songs, You Had Too Much. Accompanying Lonnie Johnson and Clara Smith on that October 31st, 1930, OK78, number 8839, was Alex Hill. Clara Smith was credited as Violet Green, and in addition to the vocal... Lonnie Johnson also played guitar on that record. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon. Last week, April 20th, marked the birth in 1881 in California of Basso Profundo, Wilfred Glenn. You may know him as a member of the male vocal close harmony group The Revelers from the mid-1920s through the 30s, but his musical career began in the early 1900s. 
1917, he founded the Shannon Four, later to also be known as the Shannon Quartet and the Revelers, as well as pseudonyms including the Imperial Imps, the RCA Radiotrons, the Raleigh Rovers, and the Pennsylvania Keystoners. Glenn led an exciting and unusual life, and his childhood years took him around the American and Mexican West before his arrival in New York as a professional vocalist. As a bass, Glenn had far more opportunities to sing in groups than as a soloist, and the vast majority of his recordings are as a member of vocal quartets and choruses. He last had his own segment back in 2018, in which I played three of his solo recordings, but here are three more. We named it Adeliri from a spot called Tipperary, the heart of all the girls I am calling. But before the break of morn, faith is they'll be all forlorn. For I'm off to Philadelphia in the morning. With me bundle on me shoulder, say there's no man could be bolder. I'm leaving dear old Ireland without warning. For I lately took the notion for to cross the briny ocean. There's a girl called Kate Malone Whom I hope to call me on And to see me little cabin floor adorning But me heart is sad and weary How can she
cold, cold. All I have around me, cold, cold, cold. All I ever see, tired and weary, dusty and dreary. Sometimes in dreams, how I wish I could be in a palace of white marble stone, where I never would be all alone. No one to wake me at dawn. Sunshine to greet me each morning while I'm dressed all in satin and silk till I felt like a king or a queen. But you see, it can't be for I wake up and see. There is only a coal miner's dream. Coal, 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 everywhere I wander. Coal, 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 even in my bed. Hours are endless, lonesome and friendless, always in danger of one thing we dread. There's a rumble while I'm down below, for the mine is on fire, I know. Somebody must have been smoking. God give me air, I'm a choking. Why, I can't even get to the shaft. How the devil below must have left. Oh, I'm out of my mind. No, I wake up and find that it's only a coal miner's dream.
just know something, but don't say nothing. He just keep rolling, he just keep rolling along. He don't plant taters, he don't plant cotton, and them dead plants them is soon forgotten. But old man River, he just keep rolling along. You and me, we sweat and strain, body all aching and racked with pain. Tote that barge, lift that bale, get a little drunk and you land in jail. I get weary and sick of crying, I'm tired of living and feed up dying. But old man River, he just keep rolling along. River was composed by Jerome Kern with lyrics by Oscar Hammerstein II and was first performed in the original stage production of Showboat on December 27, 1927 by Jules Bledsoe. It was meant to be sung at a slow tempo, but this rendition by Wilfred Glenn with Don Voorhees and his orchestra is taken at a considerably faster clip. It's from January 7, 1928, and takes 1 and 3 were issued on Columbia 1284-D. Four days later, Paul Whiteman was in the Victor Studios with Bing Crosby to record their version at a slightly less rapid pace. That very same day, and possibly in the very same studio, Wilfred Glenn was at Victor with the Revelers to record their close harmony male vocal quartet version at a more moderate tempo, sounding in places like a march. I last played a coal miner's dream a couple of years ago by the Frivolity Club Orchestra with Jack Denny. It was composed by Al Sherman with the words by Charlie Tobias. On March 2, 1926, Wilfred Glenn was at Victor and made three attempts at recording a coal miner's dream. All three takes were destroyed, and the Victor ledgers note that Mr. Glenn does not want this selection listed as by Wilfred Glenn. Why? Well, possibly because exactly a week later he was at Columbia and recorded the same song, but with the label of catalog number 15067-D crediting Minor Hawkins. He was accompanied on guitar by John Kelly. And you'll be hearing more from and about John Kelly on the June 26th show. Wilfred Glenn went from a black dialect in Old Man River to Plain Midwest in A Coal Miner's Dream, but adopted an Irish accent to start off the set with Off to Philadelphia. That's from Victor 17348, recorded March 31, 1913. I've seen Off to Philadelphia credited to Johnny Patterson, but the sheet music I found, which matches the lyrics sung by Wilfred Glenn, credits words revised and edited by Stephen Temple, and music adapted from an old Irish melody by Walter Battison Haynes. 
Regardless, it's not to be confused with I'm Off to Philadelphia, written in 1876 by J.P. Skelly. This very day, April 24th, marks the birth in 1902 in New York City of pianist, composer, and bandleader Rube Bloom to Abraham M. Bloom and Fanny Kaplan. How much formal musical training he had is unknown, but by age 17, he was working as an accompanist in vaudeville. His composition credits span from 1923 with Indiana Moon to Everybody's Twistin' in 1962 some written with any of two dozen collaborators. The list of musicians and bands with whom he played is even longer, and he accompanied a great number of vocalists, both white and black. His first recording session was in 1924 at Jeanette, and over the next couple of years, he cut a number of piano rolls for the Aeolian Company. He had already written and published Soliloquy and was being heard on the radio, but in 1928, Bloom submitted his composition, Song of the Bayou, to a songwriting contest sponsored by the Victor Talking Machine Company. The judges included Roger Wolf Kahn, George Olson, and Fred Waring, and at an awards dinner held on December 28th at the Waldorf Astoria, presided over by none other than John Philip Sousa, the $5,000 prize for second place was presented to Rube Bloom by Executive Vice President of the Victor Company, E.R. Fenimore. Song of the Bayou was performed by Nat Shilkert and the Victor Orchestra and broadcast over the NBC radio network, no doubt helping boost its popularity. At the end of 1929, Bloom formed a recording group called Rube Bloom and his Bayou Boys, which produced six of the hottest sides of the period. Bloom was able to weather the Great Depression and, in 1935, collaborated with Ted Kohler on the Cotton Club Parade, and the following year teamed up with Johnny Mercer on Blackbirds of 1936, but curtailed his activities after that. Bloom did participate in an overseas tour with ASCAP in 1955, wrote a couple of piano method books, and had a bit of a revival in the 1960s. He died in Manhattan on March 30, 1976, and is buried at Beth David Cemetery in Elmont, New York. Here are three from Rube Bloom.
Well, I didn't mean to, but I lied. We just ran out of time. You'll hear the third record I had planned for that set on the May 8th show. There you have a couple of Rube Bloom piano solos being heard on the show for the first time. We just heard his tune, One Finger Joe, from Victor 25227, made December 18th, 1934. Before that, another Rube Bloom original, March of the Dolls, from Banner 78, number 5-11-06, recorded June 16th, 1927. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶